Thanks for tuning in to Real Original. Today we're going to be discussing the movie Uncle Sam. My name's Dave. I'm Kelsey. I'm Trevor, last time I checked. Hey, nice. And something I wanted to bring up at the start of this recording was, I don't think I've ever given credit to Kelsey for creating this podcast's artwork, our Real Original artwork. That was me. I did do that. Yeah, I can't believe I have not mentioned that yet. I feel terrible, but Dave, yeah. Dave even paid me money for it. I did do that because it's awesome. It's worth money. Great. Well, we all re- rented Uncle Sam on Amazon. I assume you guys paid $2. I, I didn't spring for HD. I don't know if you guys did. I sure did not, Trevor. Yeah, I went for HD. And let me tell you, the movie is just totally different in HD. It's really worth watching in HD. It tried, it tried to trick me, like the Prime app on our smart TV. You know, it just shows the HD option. And I was like, mm, show me more purchase options. See, I always rent it from the Amazon website mm. and then watch it on whatever I have that can stream it because I don't like playing those games with Amazon. Mm. Like we recently did a podcast on the voices and when I was looking on Amazon on my Xbox, it was wanting money and it said it wasn't free. But when I looked on their website, it said they would stream it free with ads. And I was like, hell yeah, I want to stream it free with ads. Add me up, bro. Interesting. No, I paid $2 for this piece of shit. <laughs> well, as I paid 50% more than either of you, I feel like my opinion on the movie is canon. I mean, I, it's definitely worth yeah, more. That's I how it works. I expected that because Trevor doesn't take time to look at price tags. He oh, no, I got to. both price tags. You don't even assume. Mm, really? I, I, uh, yeah, I know how the internet works. Okay. <laughs> See, I saw a low-budget horror movie from 97, and I knew, or at least I assumed, that the HD option would be pretty worthless since there really weren't high-def cameras back then. That's what I was going to say. I was like, what would the high-definition version of this even be, was my first thought. Oh, man, it's it's remastered. They uh, they actually replaced the two very attractive older women uh, with even more attractive older women for the remaster. Oh, wow. Women. Oh, yeah. They look Older like they're like 30. They look oh. your age. Well. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> well, this was recorded in 97. So they're they're going to be, you know, 23 years older now. Yeah. Mm. So now there's even more of a chance, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Treb, since you recorded the best version of this, since you watched the HD copy, do you want to go ahead and, and softball us in with the description of the movie? Sure. Uh, so Uncle Sam is a horror movie. Uh, it is so the, the the horror largely revolves around the terrible child acting of the little boy who plays Jody. <laughs> um, and he gets into all kinds of wacky hijinks. He has a little friend with a burnt face. And yeah. Uh, no, the if you want the real uh, I don't want to get into spoilers, but basically it's a, a slasher flick with uh, like a weird paranormal side and also a political side. Spoil it, man. It's been out 23 years. Yeah, you got to okay. say. If people haven't seen it, they're not going to see it. Right. Okay. Well, if I'm spoiling things, then that sheriff totally smoked that dope after he took it from that little girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think what we want is a plot description here. Okay, well, unfortunately, there's not much of one. A guy dies, but he's <laughs> evil. 
So then he comes back. Uh, he, he dies in the service of his country. And then he, he comes back and, like, for some reason kills everybody in a small town. Yes. And Isaac Hayes is there. A, a soldier dies of friendly fire in Desert Storm and then comes back to murder people on the 4th of July. I feel like it's important to to throw out there that he is an uncle named Sam. Yes. And he does his murdering wearing an Uncle Sam outfit. Yeah, I was hoping for like more of a disembodied, like all of the hatred in America coming as Uncle Sam and not just a guy named Sam. Right. And he he was a real you find out he was a real piece of work before he died like his sister and his widow really don't care that he died because apparently he was an abusive piece of shit yeah they talk a lot about that and they don't talk about uh, like they're just like he was real mean they, it was really strange for like a slasher film that presumably went for an R rating I didn't actually check the rating I feel but. like they were trying to imply some stuff. Right. But yeah. like, why, like why imply stuff in a movie where over like you have an animated corpse, just go out mm-hmm. and talk about it. Yeah. And the whole portrayal of him being kind of a piece of shit, I thought was an interesting way to portray him calling back to what you said, Treb about this being kind of a, a political movie. I didn't catch a lot of the, political undertones of this like it seemed like it was going it was trying to have its cake and eat it too it was trying to go both ways yeah i feel like it was like it was trying to be kind of anti-war uh but in a really strange muddled way Mm -hmm. yeah a lot of the kills in this movie were very like anti-hippie i think might be a good description Mm -hmm. um an innocent history teacher gets killed because he dodged the draft during the Vietnam uh, draft. And then somebody gets killed because they have weed on them essentially. Mm -hmm. But then the portrayal of the soldier as being like a total douchebag and how there was genuine messaging in the movie about how the war was unneeded and nobody really understood why we do these wars. Mm -hmm. It, it was it was kind of a confusing mix of messages that I kind of wish it had gone stronger one way or the other, like gone total pro-war America, raise the flag, let's defend the world kind of thing or or gone the other way. Like, I don't know. Right. And then like the one like decent seeming army guy that comes like to orchestrate the funeral and things turns out he's shitty and he's just like talking on the phone about wanting to bang the women and stuff and so i feel like it kept portraying people in the military negatively isaac hayes is the hero of the movie um and he's a veteran but he's pretty anti-war so i feel like that's where they were trying to make most of their statement did you guys listen to the like poem at the end of the movie over the credits (laughs) i don't recall it they had like oh, a narration yeah. of a whole like war poem over the credits. I was like, what the fuck is this? Definitely worth the listen. It was so. weird. It was just like a weirdly serious over credits message for a shitty slasher movie. Yeah. I mean, this movie was a horror comedy, right? It was, it was meant to be taken pretty cheeky, right? I, I can only accept this movie yeah. as watchable in that light, but yeah. I don't know that I agree that that's what they were going for. 
I think so because they had the evil undead soldier Uncle Sam use these kind of like pretty lame quips, but he says quips several times while murdering people. Well, I think it's a flop in that light then too, but I I don't know. I just felt like they were kind of gunning for all of the tropes of a slasher movie, like every horror movie trope in general, not just slasher. Because, I mean, sometimes slasher movies have like a kind of supernatural element, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like, so yeah, they stole that. Um, Like they, the killing somebody with um, gardening shears or whatever, I feel like that's been done a million times. Uh, like the most original two parts of this movie for me are the opening credits. I thought were actually kind of creepy where they showed a bunch of old uncle Sam footage, like real, uh, propaganda type stuff. Um, and then the, I, it, it really made me crack up when he, um, hung the guy who was spraying, uh, swastikas on gravestones. Right. Uh, like when he raised him like the flag and they played taps in the background, yeah. that kind of cracked me up. So I can see where you're coming from. But All the kills in this movie, I thought were wildly entertaining. It was the connecting bits that I thought were kind of dragging and, and boring. Yeah, it really plods along like between him murdering people. Uh, definitely knew there would be a fireworks murder. Mm. Glad they put that in. <laughs> it was like it they've got it right like he's gonna kill someone fireworks yeah that was a good kill and it segued right into the flag kill which was also pretty good yeah so the scene in question wasn't it a was it a politician that was tied to the fireworks display i believe it was a senator yeah a senator um so he had like these sparklers kind of embedded in his chest that got lit by the main character or the main uh, antagonist uncle sam and then Uncle Sam kept just activating more and more fireworks near this guy until he blew up all the way. Yeah, apparently he was in the army. He was trained to be like a gunner in the Air Force, and he was also a demolitions expert. Yeah, I I want to really specifically mention that this is one of the few movies, I, or like the only movie I can think of I've seen, where like immediately after being found dead, he kills somebody as a dead man. Like, oh, yeah, some other people in the army find his corpse and he immediately comes to life and snaps the neck of the guy who just found him and says <laughs> and says it was only friendly fire. Or something. Right. I Which... I was like, Jesus, this movie starts real quick. And I got excited like it was going to immediately go to 100. But then it was like another 30 minutes before he kills anybody which was kind of a letdown oh yeah just 30 minutes of jody and his beautiful mom and aunt yeah yeah the movie started strong i really liked the opening scene Mm -hmm. Uh, especially when he pulls the pistol from the snapped neck army guy shoots through his chest to shoot another army guy i was laughing so hard and i was like i am ready for this journey take me away movie yeah, the, the pieces in between were really disappointing. Like, I was sitting there with my Taco Bell. I saw that scene. I was like, it's going to be a good evening. And then nothing. Nothing but this child for 30 minutes and this kid just being like, yeah, I want to be a soldier. I love the army. And, like, staring at his dead uncle's medals. That kid is seriously creepy. Can we talk about when his friend... So there's another little boy who it's implied that he was like 
blinded and partially paralyzed at the fireworks last year. And Uncle Sam, <laughs> like, comes up to him during some of the events and, like, strokes his face for, like, two minutes. Yeah. And says, like, you know, I am your fury and anger. I will kill them or something. <laughs> I will do your will. What the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. At one point he was like, I understand you. We are one or something yeah. like that. It was such a weird element to add because i just i don't understand also i don't understand how nobody saw the guy dressed in an uncle sam costume stroking the little wheelchair boy's face Mm. and talking to him for like a minute and a half in a crowd i i don't know i that that little boy actually was a worse actor than jody was to me or maybe his role was worse because they kind of implied he was psychic like he just knew, oh, it's yeah. it's Jody's uncle Sam that's doing the killings. Yeah, we've got to have the psychic blind people trope in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when that popped up, I got the impression that this was turning into, or or that this was originally one of the bad Stephen King movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He he always has those tropes. Uh, what was the movie he had with the shit weasels? Dreamcatchers, I think. <laughs> shit weasels yeah i have not seen yeah i have seen that i forgot about that though (laughs) (laughs) it's so good in such a funny way but like the movie just starts off and it's like oh an unexplained psychic and that's how it kind of was when this boy popped into the movie it was just like oh hey unexplained psychic he's got superpowers from being paralyzed by fireworks or something i just i feel like we've also maybe failed to mention that this kid who basically solves the movie, he shows up like 20 minutes before the movie's over. He just pops in and and is this psychic kid that just somehow knows who uncle Sam really is and knows how to kill him and knows that he's dead. I think like it was so confusing. It was, I I didn't understand adding that element. I, I don't know. Uh, And also I want to ask, why does Isaac Hayes, actually have like ammo for that cannon i think that they they showed the ammunition in the beginning because uh was he gonna like demonstrate it well it was actually sam's ammunition because sam gives him uh like a a box that says like in case you need a real set of balls or something like that and it has two Uh, brass cannonballs in it that's right what the fuck Yeah, uh, I mean, you just have to know that, Kelsey, where you're not taking How notes lucky. during it. And then somehow the kid knows, because the kid's like, get the cannon or whatever, right? Yeah, and thank <laughs> God he had two cannonballs, because exactly. one cannon blast was not enough. And what were those cannonballs filled with? Dynamite? Right, everything mm. explodes when they hit. I'm like, that's not how like old-timey cannonballs work. Well, clearly the gas wasn't shut off. This was okay, the greatest right, movie right. ever made, and I'll right. defend it to the death. It's all very, very well thought out. I just, if you don't I, like this movie, you can get out. I wish it had gone like full nonsense, weird horror movie, constant murders. Yeah, or that it had made more sense. Like you get, you got to pick one. How, are you either of you South Park fans or watched the earlier seasons of South Park? Yeah, we used to watch it as kids all the time. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Chef yep. singing the song about chocolate salty balls? Yep. That's yeah. what I was reminded of with the cannonballs. I was like, oh my God, because Isaac Hayes' <laughs> voice is Chef, if you I was you thinking know. about that too. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> that song was a number one hit 
on the UK charts, according oh, to Wikipedia. Uh, I looked it up after that. I was like, well, <laughs> I, I was just looking to see. I was like, didn't Isaac Hayes die? And was like looking at his Wikipedia. Yeah, I miss him. I, I really thought he was a good talent. And even in this movie where he's playing like a peg legged, older, retired army guy, I thought he did a good job. I was going to say he was the best part of this movie. He was the best actor. I thought, yeah, he delivered like some pretty bad lines pretty well. Pretty well, yeah. Yeah, and, and the ex-wife or... Um, widow. Yeah, the widow, thank you. The widow and the sister, I thought they did a good job, especially in the scene with Jody where they were trying to explain to him that Uncle Sam wasn't the full hero that Jody had portrayed him to be in his mind. I thought that was actually kind of a touching scene where they were trying to explain abuse and while also like protect him from the nasty things that uncle Sam was doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the scene where it really gets into implying some stuff. Like when his sister is like, when I was six years old, I remember your uncle Sam doing things to me, bad things or something. I was like, Jesus. Uh Yeah, and she was glad when he got married because he would find somebody else to a abuse. new victim, yeah. I was like, holy shit, Uncle Sam. Like, you're a movie about an Uncle Sam wearing an Uncle Sam outfit killing people. Killing Why are you tugging at my heartstrings? <laughs> my God. I felt bad for that sheriff boyfriend that got murdered. He never, he only got that one kiss. He did get those three joints, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and he got impaled on a U.S. flag. I, I'm not sure smoking weed really justifies the impaling on, on a U.S. flag. It was a weird, weird mix of like, I mean, it was pretty much just innocent people getting murdered, I guess. I guess the senator they implied was a piece of shit. Well, they implied he was a piece of shit. They, that boy who ruined the national anthem was also one of the swastika drawers. Oh, like, yeah. Really, most of the people that got killed, they had to go out of their way with like five minutes of exposition. Like this person kind of deserves to die in Sam's eyes. Like that was uh, that was the another scene I laughed at actually when that kid starts like scream singing the national anthem and then like shows off his ass. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, wearing boxers though, like an R-rated yeah. movie or whatever, and they couldn't even show an ass. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen more ass in this movie. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, Trevor wants to see this teenage boy's ass. Unfortunately, the only ass Trevor and I got to see in this movie was a, a beautiful woman that a peeping Tom was looking at. Oh, yeah. That, how was, did, that was gratuitous. How did that guy think he was going to get away with that? Like, was he trying to be sneaky? He was on, He was on huge stilts looking in a second story window dressed like Uncle Sam. Yeah, like, I, I don't want to complain about that scene because it's, like, the only funny scene in the movie for me, so. God, the way he <laughs> the way he walks away really fast. Yeah. As fast uh, as he can on the stilts. <laughs> I love how, like, he's just like, Who, who's there? And then he keeps running on the stilts through the park. Like, yeah. I'll escape him on stilts. Yeah, the noises he kept making while he was doing that, like, uh, 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 uh. and I was like, <laughs> I guess it would be a lot of work to, like, run and stilts that tall Uh the earlier part of that scene was kind of weird for me because the movie was framing him as a peeping tom that was being creepy looking at this nude woman through a window but then the movie looks at the nude woman through the window so i felt like i was the peeping tom the way they like framed it you are tell us about the male gaze (laughs) 
I don't have time for this. <laughs> I can't educate you two. <laughs> Go watch Lindsay Ellis on YouTube. She has a whole series on the male gaze with Michael Bay's Transformer movies. It's very good. There you go. See, I yes. prefer female gaze myself, and I mm. Google that quite a lot. Mm. Yeah, but you spell gaze differently, don't you? Exactly, yes. Mm. <laughs> I know this joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been made many times before. It's Trevor's brand. So going back to the the kid that was scream singing the national anthem and painting swastikas, I thought his death scene was extremely comical. The way the movie frames it is he comes across Uncle Sam just like standing in like an apple field or a a fruit tree field of some kind. And then he moves forward like 10 paces and Uncle Sam is in a different place, but slightly closer (laughs) in a way that doesn't really make sense with space and time. How could he get there that fast? And it happens a third time and Uncle Sam just like lops off his head and they zoom in on, on the kid and there's just like blood spraying out of his neck. And I was like, why doesn't the movie have more of this? Yeah, we could have done with like 10 more of those. Take out a little less of what was supposed to be story. Ideally from Jody's screen time, if at all possible. Yeah, I would have rather that Uncle Sam just resented everyone in the small town, honestly, yeah. because... Like, because they set up each person, like, that that kid that you're talking about uh, was fucking around in a graveyard at night, spraying swastikas and throwing beers and lighting flags on fire. Then he ruined the national anthem. Then he ruined the sack race, which to me is the greatest sacrilege of all. Uh, And then, like, before they kill him, they have to show all this crap. It's like 10 minutes devoted to this kid in a 90-minute movie. And then they have him fall down, like, a large hill, um, almost Princess Bride style. (laughs) And and then, yeah, like, to, to Dave's point, if you actually paused, I paused during the scene where they're, like, moving the camera and then, oh, Uncle Sam appears. You can see Uncle Sam on the left and right side of the screen in one frame. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. More of that. Yeah, it kind of had like Halloween rules where Uncle Sam doesn't really have to abide by the rules of space and time. He can just kind of be wherever he wants and, and be a conscious zombie if he wants to be. Yeah, I really, I really, really disliked the part of the story with the blind kid, just where he's like seeming to... I don't know why he was doing it. Like it's supposed, I don't know if it's supposed to seem like he empathizes with this little blind kid. I know he like strokes his facial burns and uncle Sam obviously got some pretty severe facial burns. He looks all fucked up, but I, it just like didn't make sense for me. I'm like, he's a complete bastard man. I feel like he would (laughs) just kill this kid too. Why is he stroking him and telling him he's going to like fulfill his desires or whatever? Maybe this goes back to Dreamcatchers, the Stephen King movie I mentioned previously, because in that movie, one of the main characters gets immunity to the shit weasels by having a near-death experience where he died and was brought back to life. Maybe that's what happened behind the scenes in Uncle Sam. Maybe because this kid was close to death at one point, Uncle Sam, who's been brought back from the dead, has some sort of special connection with them. Oh, do you think it's Gandalf rules where like you almost die and then you mm. become more powerful? Ooh. See, I hate that. That I hate just make him a bastard man that kills people in fun 4th of July themes. That's all I want. 
So what's the final verdict on this movie? Ne- next year around this time, would you guys watch this again? <laughs> I I will never watch this movie again. I think yeah. it was it was fun as like a one-time novelty to do it right before 4th of July for this. Yeah, Dave, not even for the real or- original's 30th anniversary uh, reunion will I watch this <laughs> I'm going to put it this way, actually. When... I told Dave I was tired today. And Dave was like, do you need to reschedule or cancel the podcast? And I was like, absolutely not. I spent $2 and an hour and a half of my life on this movie, and I need to find some way to justify that. Oh, yeah. Now we get to flush it from our memory because we like I had to remember this right. movie for several days, Dave. Thank you. Right. <laughs> it's like an exorcism. <laughs> Well, for me, I, I too didn't fully enjoy the movie. It was one of the things that it, it could have been so much greater than it was, but ultimately it's not that memorable. Mm-hmm. Having said that, if I ever throw a July 4th party, I would totally want this on in the background, not really as a watching movie, but just to have some kind of crazy bonkers movie on. It would it would be a totally fun, like just drinking movie to have on in the background while you make conversation. Background party movie is pretty much for anyone listening that's about what i would recommend this for agreed i wouldn't I figured... recommend it for that dave i think that you've made a terrible mistake oh well i won't invite you to any july 4th parties then Trev. <laughs> trevor and dave's friendship just ended and it only just barely <laughs> began <laughs> i still owe you guys money for the rental since you guys didn't enjoy it no that's okay i'm not I... taking two dollars from you yeah, nobody else should be paid for this movie, in my opinion, even if it's me. <laughs> well, you guys could take that money and go buy something that you call ice cream that's really a popsicle. Did you catch that in the movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. I did. When she's like, let's buy ice cream, and then she buys like a fucking popsicle. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you are such a skinny bitch. Like, you don't know what junk food is. <laughs> right. I thought literally the same thing. <laughs> God damn that was one of the many times that the sheriff was trying to get with her and she's like no my husband's so just to back it up how long because it seems like they implied that for three years she had no idea what was going on with her husband she was like did anybody else catch that timeline or was that my mistake like she's like oh it's been so terrible not knowing like no, I caught that. Yeah. Okay. It's something she said to the other army guy that reported Uncle Sam dying, right? Right. Yeah. So, like, why, like, they found his helicopter shot down in Kuwait three years later. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I, this must have been friendly fire. I was wondering about that timeline as well. I got a slightly different um, impression of what had happened. I thought the helicopter crash was recent. But I had assumed that Sam was on some kind of black ops team where they couldn't really report home uh, where they were or what they were doing. They probably didn't have contact. Mm. That was the that was the reading I got from it. I guess after three years, I would uh, start sleeping with the sheriff, too. Yeah, I mean, if your abusive husband leaves also, just go for it. Get that sheriff dick. That's yes, a good way but... to get your ass whipped when uh, your husband comes He's back from the war. He's gonna do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, spousal abuse. I mean, if the sheriff has a good supply to weed, like yeah. Also, <laughs> like sheriff, probably the best guy. He has a gun, so 
get him ready for when that husband comes back. Did he use the gun in the movie at all? Uh, I think he put his hand on it once. <laughs> so exciting. Copy. Now that I think about it, were the only gunshots in this movie from the air gun at the carnival or at the the event? Well, do you count cannon shots? Mm, what is cannon? I think that's more artillery but than cannon. gun. How crazy is it that there were no gunshots in this movie? Unless I'm misremembering. Yeah, this isn't an American movie at all. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, I got a free gun with my groceries the other day. I just bought a 12-pack of Diet Coke, and they were like, here's a rifle. Yeah, and then if you buy a 12-pack of guns, you get a Diet Coke. Actually, you get a full sugar Coke. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't think slasher films work well with guns, because they they have to get into the, you know, like, if anybody's going to be shooting, it can't be the slasher, because, like, nobody really is thrown off by like gunshot deaths anymore i mean even this movie had the sense to not show it on screen they just like oh there's a dead guy that's like finding a corpse is scarier than seeing a guy shot just with the types of movies that we watch lately no i think people don't get scared by guns in movies yeah, we're a bit desensitized. And also, I'm remembering now that there were gunshots in this movie because Isaac Hayes' character gave the widow his revolver and she put like, she had a beautiful oh. grouping right into Sam's chest. It was actually really good like shooting. It was impressive. Six bullets right in the chest. Mm. Yeah, oh. like most movies would have her hitting the door frame around him and sparks shooting off from the kitchen behind him, but she just like put them all on the tin ring. Mm. She's like, this is the day I have trained for. Well, there were also gunshots at the beginning of the movie. You talked about them earlier, Dave. You're really slipping form-wise. Listen, I've had a headache. I'm tired. I'm not on my A-game. This is Uncle Sam. I didn't bring my A-game, Trav. I had eight cups of coffee today. Wow. Yeah, but I didn't have caffeine yesterday, so my head's all wacky. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like I've summed up my thoughts on this. I kind of figured this was going to be a, a shorter half hour ish episode. Cause there's not much to say about this movie other than, wow, it could have been so much better. Like our yeah. country's dark history. I am ready to put this movie behind me. <laughs> well, here's an interesting follow-up question. Do you think there's room for a similar movie like this to exist? Do you think there's a market for another independence day horror movie? I've seen some great Christmas ones. Wasn't yeah. there a purge, uh, july 4th movie recently or is one coming out it was the purge election year that was kind of a fun movie it was bad but Mm. it was fun to watch i've Um, not seen any of the purge movies neither have i yeah i mean they're not good but you know actually i think that one is the best one of the purge movies if that says anything we watched that election year one it was weird because it also made like some social political commentary did it pick a side at least or did it kind of try to straddle the middle like this movie i feel like it straddled the middle a little bit but i also can't man super well that's what the hunt did have either of you seen the hunt or no we saw it together kelsey oh yeah we did I, I totally that. forgot that. I wasn't even, even going to call you out on it. I was just like, yes, I saw it. It's one of those movies that kind of like this, I saw it and then it just kind of slipped my mind because it could have been so much better. It's like, it's like the same description as this movie. Cool kills, boring stuff in the middle. Yeah. 
I did laugh during the hunt a, a decent amount. There were good moments. But yeah, I agree. I forgot like most of it, so <laughs> it's not usually a good sign. I might just right. have like early onset Alzheimer's, though. I'm not sure. Now that would be a good horror movie. Ooh. Like, uh, you know, somebody who used to be a good person and there, then they, they get Alzheimer's and they just start. There is start a horror. horror movie about like an old lady with Alzheimer's. It's on Netflix. Hmm. I feel and like there's a joke to be made here, but I'm not smart enough to make it. You, you could have said, is it about our mom? Which is only really a joke that we would laugh at. But... Yeah, I was, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's my mom, Kelsey's mother-in-law, because we're a married couple. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for talking about Uncle Sam with me. I appreciate you guys watching this dud of a movie and talking about it for our little Independence Day special here on Real Original. Hopefully our audience appreciates the Let's see, seven dollars that we put into this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, thanks for nothing, Dave. You are quite welcome. <laughs> uh, to any listeners that tuned in, thanks for listening to the podcast. Kelsey, thank you for making the bomb ass artwork for the podcast. You're very welcome. Everybody stay safe out there and have a good one. <laughs>